0: A lot of anticipation around this. Fresh from the World Cup, when nine members from the World Cup uh, will be suiting up for Australia. And he he suits up for us on the SCN network. Adam Collins will be commentating the game. uh, Joined just now uh, from Perth. G'day,
1: Adam. Uh, Great to be with you. Yeah, gorgeous day here in Perth on a cloud in the sky. I don't know how many times I've said that over the years. It feels like every time we rock up to this ground or when we previously used to do games at the WACA, that every test playing day is perfect.
0: Tell me about Wacker versus Optus. Uh, are the locals learning to love Optus?
1: Good question. I mean it's fundamentally a football stadium. So it needs to be viewed through that prism. It holds 60,000 people. it's impressive. Uh, it, it's, it's the kind of place where you can't distinguish if you're at one end or the other. It, it's symmetrical, and by that I mean um, it's obviously a brand new stadium and, and that, that tends to be the way they're done these days. And the Wacker had its character and it's different smaller stands, it only held 20,000 people had the old hill, Um, the other side of that of course was there was no sun protection on the eastern side of the ground or the western side of the ground and when it's near enough to 40 degrees that can really pack a punch, so it wasn't perfect across the river at the WACA, but it did have its charm Uh, and Optus Stadium this so far has not had the um, hasn't had the um, we haven't had the sort of crowds that would meet 60,000 for Test Cricket, I think we got 40,000 here for the first day against India in 2018, but last year it was kind of closer to the crowd that might have near enough filled the Wacker, but not quite. So there is that ongoing debate, although there, there is one extra element to this. It's that uh, the Wacker has since demolished two of their grandstands. So it no longer holds 21,000 anyway.
0: Yeah, the the amazing thing for me, Adam, about cricket, and you're very connected to the game, is it's a romantic game, it tips its hat to history, it's a really important part of the fabric of the game of cricket, particularly Test cricket, and I liken the situation in Perth to a degree, uh, the the same in Wellington and New Zealand here, the Basin Reserve uh, Mm. and Sky Stadium. Um, One's the modern Mm. Oval Stadium, the Basin Reserve's purpose-built cricket ground. Um, Historians will say it's the best cricket ground because of that history, because of the white picket fence, because of the grassy sure. bank
1: I, th- I think they're, they're, they're very, uh, very reasonable observations when I've been to um, the cake tin isn't it the, yeah. over there um, for, for limited overs cricket and you compare that to basin and cricket fans people that love the game tend to love the basin and they feel as though uh, the cake tin is the place you go for the short form stuff. And look, yeah, I, I see, I think it is analogous to what we have here in Perth. The small difference being that attendances at test cricket in Australia are always greater than New Zealand for whatever reason. And that means having the extra scope and the extra capacity is seen as something that's worthwhile. And they've built this thing. It costs them so much money. It's worth using it around the year, not just for AFL, but for, for international cricket as well. So I think there are yeah various competing interests, but I, I absolutely see where you're coming from.
0: Travis Head has been named vice-captain uh, under the urgings from me. He's my new favourite Australian cricketer. Um, he's just, he just seems like he, he could almost be a Kiwi, Travis. Head seems like a tremendous bloke.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong there. He's one of the loveliest people you can come across in life, Travis Head. And uh, The way that he's uh, gone from being dropped from the Australian test side a few summers ago, dropped a number of times, truth be told. He, he missed out at Nagpur this year for the first test in India, to reach the stage now where they trust him with the vice-captaincy or the co-vice-captaincy with Steve Smith. But it's a pretty clear sign that he's the next test captain when Mm. Pat Cummins eventually gives it away, which won't be any time soon. But Cummins himself has said that he doesn't want to do this job forever. So it's uh, sensible succession planning. And for Travis Head, uh, I think you said he's your favourite player. He's everybody's favourite player right now after what he achieved. Not only in the World Cup final at Umbabar a few weeks ago, but the World Test Championship final, making a match-winning century there. Uh, and, and hit the winning runs 49-not-out in a close contest at Indoor, Australia's first test victory there in a long time. So, uh, yeah, combine that all together and you're going to have someone who, when he eventually gets the captaincy, uh, will be very popular in the role, I'm sure.
0: Big, uh, big change. Todd Murphy is out, but he's been keeping Nathan Lyon's shoes warm. Let's hope that calf is 100%. This is a big plus for Australia.
1: Yeah, with distance makes the heart grow fonder, and yeah. so it was for Nathan Lyon when he was out of the side with that calf tear from Lords. Um, what they would have given for Lyon to have been there at Leeds or Old Trafford or, or the Oval for the final three Ashes test matches, and Lyon spoke to himself about the toll that took on him not being there, having been such a consistent player, not missing a test match for a decade, and then missing three massive ones in England. So, um, look, it, it might be the sort of thing that extends Lyon's career counterintuitively, that Having missed a win in England and not been there for the, the final stages of that, he might want to go around another four years. Who's to know? But um, yes, you're absolutely right that Nathan Lyon back in this Australian side, just four wickets away from 500 in Test cricket, makes them look immediately stronger. Don't worry about that. Not, and that's not to discredit Tom Murphy. He did a great job at the Oval in the final Test match, but um, Murphy remains a work in progress, whereas Lyon is very much the finished product.
0: Quick bowlers, of course, Cummins, Hazelwood, Stark, we're used to them, but Lance Morris is in the squad. What can you tell me about him?
1: Yeah, he's in the squad. He's not going to play. He's going to have to wait his turn. The big three uh, are going to remain the big three for the foreseeable, Uh, but Lance Morris is there as injury cover, if and when they require it through the course of the summer. Um, There was a big push to get him in the side from Mitchell Johnson, uh, who was, of course, a, a former Australian. Great, hails from these parts in Western Australia, lives here these days, but Um, The decision was that the big three should play on the basis that they want to get as many World Test Championship points as they can this summer. Um, It's not a great sport for finish lines cricket, and they're already thinking about the next cycle of that. We're six months into it, truth be told. And Mm. um, in order to make the final, top two teams qualify. You've got to win as many home Test matches as you can, so they're taking no risks, and they're going to play uh, the three fast bowlers who've been so consistent for Australia across the journey. Cummins, the captain, along with Stark and Hazelwood.
0: Yeah, Aussie currently fifth on the World Test Championship table. Um, so yeah, they'll be definitely looking to it. But Pakistan, they've lost fourteen straight tests in Australia. That that's quite some record.
1: They've mm, won one of their last twenty-five. Here, if you want to make a little bit worse, <laughs> wow. That in, uh, December uh, December nineteen ninety-five was when they beat Australia at the SCG. So yeah, they've got a new director, new coach, new captain, new selector. All after the World Cup. So uh, I guess you could say so that feeds into the cliche about Pakistani cricket being uh, consistently inconsistent, but this tends to be when they're at their most dangerous as well, when expectations are measured against them, that they find a way of performing at their best. So um, yeah, it, it's it's going to take a lot for them to win this series. They're playing two debutante seamers today, no spinner, uh, but they do have some superstar talent in their ranks with Barbara Zahm and Shaheen Sharafridi So they have got ma- match winners, but their match winners are going to have to absolutely dominate, I suspect, if there are any chance of getting into the series here at Perth and beyond.
0: Yeah, and that change of captaincy was interesting, but interesting to see how Baba Razam uh, reacts to that. But th- they showed they wanted to play a little bit more progressive cricket in, in their series against Sri Lanka yeah. earlier this year, a bit more aggressive.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. They did. They, they batted at a far higher tempo, against Sri Lanka, and they won both of those test matches, the last one by an innings and 222 runs, making 600-plus, batting at about five and over. So they've been inspired by what happened to them against England 12 months ago when England basballed them off the park at home. And, and yeah, Sean Masood is the right kind of leader to implement uh, change. He's a smart man. He's a well-educated guy. He um, He's a thoughtful guy, and he's been around a long time. He's um, not always been... Uh, preferred by selectors. He's played 30 of the 78 test matches Pakistan have turned out in since his debut in 2013. Uh, But they've now given him the captain's armband to replace Barbara's arm. And if they're going to try and do something uh, different, I think he's the right kind of guy to drive that.
0: Uh, Talking to Adam Collins out of uh, Optus Stadium, that game getting underway in just under a couple of hours. Our build-up here out of Optus will start in 50 minutes. Um, East versus West in Australia. I've never lived in Australia, but I've got family living in the West. I've got family living in the East. And all of this, you, you brought up Mitch Johnson's name before. What sort of reception will the West Australian crowd give Davey Warner when he walks out to the middle, do you think?
1: Oh, look, there'll always be the occasional, uh, the occasional person in the crowd who won't approve of David Warner. That's been the case for most of his career, certainly since Sandpaper in 2018. But taken as a whole, I think this Australian side are returning with their stocks at an all-time high, having achieved so much, World Test Champion final winners mm. in June, retaining the Ashes in England and then going on to win the World Cup in stunning circumstances. And David Warner was front and centre of all three of those successes. So um, you would say that um, on balance... Uh, I think most people would be of the view that yet Warner's returns haven't been as strong in the last few years as the first part of his career. But he's reached the point where he's playing his final three test matches and they'll get behind him for it, I think. Um, although in saying
0: that, Mitchell Johnson does pack a punch, doesn't he? He made headlines all of last week. <laughs> he made massive headlines over here, I can tell you that. Uh, finally, Adam, <clears throat> Daniel Vittori is part of the coaching set up there and yes. and, you, and you don't want to change winning combinations and bowling units and captaincy and coaches and all that sort of thing. But there's, there's sort of a whisper that he might be being groomed as the next head coach of Australia. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, look, they're a long way from any such transition. Andrew McDonald's been in the job for a couple of years, maybe 18 months as full-time and a little bit of time before that as the acting coach. Uh, Andrew McDonald uh, has done uh, a lot of good for this team along with Pat Cummins. My view is that captains and coaches working in in tandem often can work uh, for a stretch of time together. So we saw that in England when um, they had Andy Flower as the coach and Andrew Strauss as the captain. That couldn't have worked any better. You want to go back in time to Alan Border and Bob Simpson, for example. Mike Hesson, of course, the work he's done with Kane Williamson, and and so on it goes. So I, I, I feel like this is a uh, one of those situations where, as long as Pat Cummins is captain, Andrew McDonald will be coach, and there'll be no reason why McDonald can't go beyond that. There's no um, there's no cap on how long a coach can be effective for, but the life cycle tends to be three or four years or thereabouts. And so it may well be the fact may well be the case, sorry that. Um, Vittori as senior assistant uh, might find himself at the centre at the time they're making that transition but it's happening no time soon
0: yeah he's, he's got really high stocks in the coaching scene hasn't he in yeah. cricket but we never hear from him
1: yeah, it's funny that he, he's not just the bowling coach. Vitori is the assistant coach. If that makes sense. So there's a small distinction there, reflecting his seniority behind the scenes. Yeah,
0: fantastic, Adam. I'll let you uh, lubricate the uh, the tonsils. <laughs> we will be tuning in and listening. Ball nice by ball, ball here. Up. Yeah, you're fantastic. <laughs> Good on you, Adam. Good to chat. Good on you.
1: Have a great day.
0: Cheers, buddy. Adam Collins there, uh, part of our SE and commentary crew over there in Australia. Um, we will have uh, build up from. Two o'clock here. Um, they will dissect it uh, probably a lot more, a lot more than we've just done there. But fantastic insight. And I don't know about Davey Warner not getting a bit of a raspberry from the West Australians as he walks out. They will side with Mitch Johnson, and there'll be long memories. Um, but it'll only take a couple of boundaries, and they'll be back on his side. But um, yeah, fascinating, fascinating Test match. And I think, I think Pakistan will go after them. Uh, slightly more aggressively I, I remember the headlines and it was in July I think Pakistan took on and destroyed Sri Lanka um, in that series and they were a lot more aggressive and people were saying is Pakistan adopting baseball um, I, th- I think that <laughs> that baseball moniker, which Baz hates, by the way, uh, it's going to be stuck on any team that show any sort of aggression, uh, which is interesting. Remember Warren Ball in rugby as well. That seems to have gone away. Um, but yeah, as I say, build up from two, play by play from three o'clock. And once again, if we've just got new listeners, we got free tickets to both of the, uh, the second and third ODIs for the White Ferns. Uh, on tomorrow at Hagley and on Monday at Hagley as well and if you want some free tickets so the Black Caps Bangladesh that is uh, 17th of December Otago, the 20th Saxton Oval Nelson and the 23rd uh, December McLean Park um, text us through your name your email address and which of those games you'd like tickets to um, we'll give you some We'll give you some. We've got ten for each game for each show. So there you go. We'll get you some. Quickly to the phones. Uh face. G'day, mate. Steph, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm full of bluebird crunchy epic salt and vinegar, big crunch, big taste bluebird bangers. Beautiful. Great to hear. You. <laughs> uh, how you doing? Hey? How you doing? What, what are we what are we talking about? I've got an for team of the year for you. Excellent.
1: This team is an exceptional form. This team turns up every week on time, accepts and also delivers. It brings joy and laughs to so many. It gives the Aussies plenty of joy and are a huge part of my life. That team is the SENZ team. Staff, you'll show us the cherry on top.
0: Oh, great! Oh, <laughs> you're trying to buy a dozen beer for free. I don't buy that. just telling me it is, mate. could
1: listen <laughs> to uh, it all day, every day. Yeah,
0: we do have some fun. And it's, it's also, I know you listen most days when you can, and I know there's lots of other people, the yeah. other Graham down in Marlborough. I know there's lots of people that yep. listen to us, and it's, it's why we do it. It's what we love. Exactly, mate.
1: Fantastic.
0: Top man. You have a great Christmas if I don't speak to you again, fella. Okay, mate. You too. See Take it easy, mate. There he is, a uh, grandfather from a rapper. We've got to get a break away. We'll do that now. We'll come back shortly.